What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to the 50th episode of Off the Rails Recovery, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark. With me always are Dave and Jared. And today we have Brandon, Christopher, and Alyssa joining us. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. (laughs) All right, guys. So basically what we're going to do is go, we're just going to shoot some questions at you guys about your recovery Um, to keep it, uh, the flow good. We'll start from left. So we'll go Brandon, Christopher, Alyssa, and then you guys can answer. How does that sound? All right. So my first question, my first question are, what are three things you guys are grateful for in your recovery? Brandon, take it away, buddy. Oh, three things. Uh, I'm going to go with family first. Um, just like supporting wise. They've been awesome. So I'll start with that one. We went first one. Second one, meetings and uh, the meeting community, especially like my home group. Um, and the third one, just, I guess, be, being sober and staying sober. So uh, life's been good, and uh, it's what I could like couldn't have ever imagined it to be this good. So grateful for that. All that, Christopher. Awesome. Same question, buddy. Uh, I got I got a copy of Brandon with the first answer. Family, family. My family's been absolutely unbelievable, uh, incredibly supportive, um, and I was able to get my family back and get everything in check. So I'm I'm super super grateful for that. Uh, great people surrounding me. I've got. a solid foundation there second is going to be my sponsor uh, having a sponsor getting a sponsor is very difficult for me to do but i am super super grateful i have a sponsor um, helps me a lot with the spiritual aspect of my recovery and third one i'm grateful for is just staying busy uh I, I, idle hands for me are not good so i've been you know able to get back to the community and give back uh, a lot of service work uh, positions in the na food banks all that type of stuff. So that's what I'm grateful for. And Alyssa, same question. So obviously, well, not obviously, but family for sure. Um, I'm grateful for all the efforts they put into helping me realize that I needed help. And that was amazing. I probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for them. And for them sticking by my side the whole time and still now to this day, uh, definitely probably not easy for them. And but they're there and like they're not going anywhere. So very grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for my ability to absorb like the knowledge that we learned and through all the things I've gone through, good or bad, since being home, I've been able to maintain like my routine and um, I haven't like let myself fall. Like it's been hard at some points, but I still haven't been like, oh, screw it, I'm not doing it anymore. And then third is you guys. I met a whole bunch of nice, cool guys. And yeah, oh. I'm very grateful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah, so. Got a question for Thanks. our special guest today. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Here's a question for you guys. And I'll start with Brandon. Okay. Downstairs at Newgate on the wall outside the laundry room. Oh, there was a tournament bracket with a name on it that looked like a very bad word. 
What was that name? Hunt. No, what, 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 oh, what yeah. was it? What was it? It was Clint. It? it was Clint. Yeah, Clint. You agree, Christopher? I concur. Alyssa? Yes, I remember pointing yes. it out, but yes. You're all right. You're all right. Okay, so that's not my, that's not really my question. That was going to be a trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that said the bad word. <laughs> uh, okay, my question is, you know, when, you, when we were there at, at Newgate, do you remember, you know, like your first group session? I know for myself anyways, the first couple, you're kind of like just kind of taking it all in. Do you remember which group session kind of really stood out for you where you were, when you were finished and you were like, oh man, that was like, whether it was like eye-opening about, you know, whatever it was, do you, do you, do you recall one that stuck out for you early on in, in uh, being there? So my first group session, I believe I came in on the self esteem one. I think that's what it is. Right. Yeah. And I remember it was like my second or third group. Maybe it was an extremely tough one. Um, just like saying the things that I, I believe it was what, what we lost during our, our use. Um, we talked about the stuff that we kind of parted away or like lost our connection with. Um, so I remember that being extremely tough for me, like realizing what I had kind of done. Um, and then the one that stuck out to me the most, or like I took away the most was probably, I don't remember what it's called. I think it was, was it Jahari's window where he flipped the oh, paper yeah. Flip the paper in four different sections and like other people in the group write things about you and you write things about other people kind of thing yeah 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 um that i just think cool. that one a lot because it was i mean lacking the self-esteem coming in it was kind of not weird but felt good to kind of see what other people thought about you in, in like a positive way mm-hmm. so yeah that was nice. that for me so you did that good. one at the be- oh sorry you did that one at the beginning because i guess like when you came in right the one that like the first yeah when i came in i don't know okay. if the jafari's window was when i first came in or not I believe okay it was the second or third week i believe awesome awesome christopher uh the first session that i came in was after i completed like that day where you had that all that separate stuff you had to do personally was the, was the art session so nice. someone didn't really like didn't really resonate a lot but i think like after that once we started to get into meetings and, and have those deep conversations and those uh you know being emotionally vulnerable um there's a lot of them that kind of transpired that like the ones about vulnerability the, the other ones about your family putting it up there uh and seeing like the family tree and who's suffered from addiction or substance abuse in your family that one really resonated um the, i think the one that was the most powerful for me though was the one where i, I wrote my letters to my daughter mm-hmm. um and that one that one really 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 struck a chord that was pretty painful um to go through but i mean it all like they were all really good and you can that's the best part of that book going in newgate you can start at this point or you can start at this point and and you come around kind of full circle in the program so you know putting a bunch of people together and and getting vulnerable and and just putting it all out there is uh, is pretty powerful uh, therapy and it's pretty powerful in recovery as well. I remember, uh, was it the mask, your first art session? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was like, I, I remember I shared mine and then you sh- you I, I, you took your time on that. It, it was very well done. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't quit my day job yet, but you never know, boys. You never know. <laughs> Alyssa, how about you? Mine was an art too, I think. But honestly, I don't remember the first like group one that I had or the first few. Um, I think that because I wasn't really involved in it, like she kept saying, oh, you're going to do it again later. So kind of thing at the end. But I definitely, I agree with Brandon, like the Jahari's window, I had it on my last day and I thought it was really, right. like, really cool. Like I really liked to see all the, and everyone opened up too, which was nice. Like they ask you to tell a secret. Yeah. Not everybody did, but it was like, that's the right, the same one, right? Yeah. 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 Be, yeah. And then some, it was nice to see like after being with everyone for so long and them just being comfortable saying it and then getting like crying or whatever emotions they had and then being able to kind of like get through it and seeing like one difference like one extreme to the other from when they got there and how like good it felt to get it out and I don't know it was nice that one and yeah um the art one was kind of fun um I think Mark was drawing a tree or coloring a tree black or something <laughs> right beside me and I'm like oh okay so I was trying really hard and I thought it was fun though. It was a good way to start because I like art. So, but yeah, that was it. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you guys for sharing. Yeah, I'm colorblind for the record. I didn't know about <laughs> the tree in the wrong color. So that's that. Let's see black and white. Eh? That's not quite true, but you know. Jared, your question, buddy. <laughs> How is... Uh being willing and honest helped in your recovery for me i think that's the biggest part um especially with doing the steps um and doing your um taking in personal inventory of yourself um if you don't make a good inventory on the steps i don't think you're gonna become fully like realizing where you've went wrong so i think that being honest and um is huge because yeah, like, I mean, I know now, like, I don't have to really lie anymore. Whereas before my life was a complete lie. So it's on, it, it's easier to live and it's easier to communicate with others when you know you're not covering up bullshit. Nice. Good answer. I always got to follow Brandy. He's got these great answers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, honestly, open-mindedness and willingness, big part of the program, right? Uh, and yeah, you know, if you don't have to lie, it makes things a lot easier. You don't have to come up with all these like stories, uh, but it's just a good way to live, live life and, and, and great principles to live by. So, I mean, I wear my recovery, like a fucking cape. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I like it. It is, it is what it is. Like, it's just, you just have to find a new way to live. And like, a, like my sponsor told me early on, he's like, the only thing that you have to change is everything. Um, so uh, on, with honesty and open-mindedness and willingness, it's just a great place to start uh, with people. And then, I mean, you can restart with people as well, right? You can rebuild those, uh, rebuild those relationships and then you can continue to just move forward. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I definitely, yeah, I agree with them too. It's a huge part of recovery. Um, if you're there at Newgate and you're not, or any treatment place and you're not willing to learn or willing to help yourself, um, it's kind of just, there's no, not that there's no point, but 
you're not completely like available to like soak it in and that's sad I I don't think I'm not gonna say I saw that but it's just in general like say in high school in class or something like it's it's sad to see but I think it is a big part because if you're not fully engaged you won't be successful and maybe maybe you will but yeah and like honesty is amazing because once you're able to tell people the truth and then to hear something that they don't want to hear they're like well I think she's telling me the truth like every time now it's like my dad I told these guys he saw my story like not long ago and he didn't watch it right at the beginning because I don't know maybe he was worried to watch but my dad and I hadn't had a really good relationship and communicate very well in the past but after that now we like I can tell him anything like it's amazing so that's good and um even if he doesn't want to hear it I still say it so yeah (laughs) definitely agree with that that's so funny Alyssa I make my family do like check in with me like when I see my parents and stuff like that and my and my mom's like I'm I'm running the wave I'm running the wave like you can't steal Jared's shit (laughs) I didn't understand (laughs) I didn't I didn't get what you said but it's okay (laughs) <laughs> oh okay it's is a, a like a when mostly when you're checking in with people you remember how we have to do like yeah the mental stuff I yeah. do that. remember how jared used to always say when they asked jared how he's doing spiritually he's always say he's riding the wave oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then mark was fluid every it's day <laughs> yeah it was a lot of shredded yeah. <laughs> shredded staying fluid you know how it is <laughs> christopher speaking of check-ins um that leads me to my next question what are your guys favorite tools that you use in recovery and did you use any of these tools in active addiction right so say if you journal now like journaling's my favorite tool um one of them anyway i didn't i didn't pick up a journal what i was using obviously but uh, are these like newly found skills in your recovery Brandon, you're our first buddy. Yeah. Um, tools that I use now. Um, so when I started working with my sponsor, we went through this. Uh, it's like kind of like a back to the basics, like a smaller version of the AA book. Um, and he always told me to go to a certain page in this book when I'm feeling like a certain way about something or the situation and kind of go through it to see if I'm being any of, like I think it was like um, irritable, dishonest, um, jealousy stuff like that if I was being any of those and if I was then to pray about it so praying is a huge part of my my like tools I guess um I guess so before I I I grew up very religious like I went to Christian grade school and high school so the religion wasn't kind of I knew about it. I knew like what it was all about. So, but I, I wouldn't say I used it during addiction. I kind of lost my connection with um, my higher power. So now going through the steps and the higher power being a huge suggestion in, in that recovery. Um, I have now been like using it daily. I mean, that's the first thing I do when I wake up now is say my prayers and another tool after I say my prayers is um, a daily, like a daily reflections book, kind of 
uh, based on the CA, um, the CA uh, literature. Um, it's just like kind of daily readings that you read when you wake up and then yeah, I just take time after to kind of just sit there and process my thoughts and what I'm feeling and then kind of start with my day there. Awesome. All right, Christopher, what are your favorite tools, buddy? Uh, my favorite tools are, I, I love journaling. I've never done it before. I still stay true to it. Um, I also read the J, JFT, like the Just for Today, uh, which is NA literature. Uh, I do step work. I meditate, I still smudge. Uh, and I work out. I find that working out helps me get rid of like the negative energy. Um, and it just allows me a place where I can take my frustrations out on weights. Um, what else do I do? I, I do a lot of new shit. Like I get, I, I, I'm now like, I'm uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Like I do a fucking ton of weird things all the time. Like I, I feel like I've become like, yes, man, like, do you want to do this? And as long as it doesn't involve drugs and alcohol, I'm fucking in. Like you want to eat Indian food? Sure. I'll try Indian food. You want to do yoga on the beach? Sure. I'll do yoga on the beach. You want to go do this? Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Uh, so I'm, I'm learning how to live life on life's terms. And so with that, I, I try a lot of different things. Right. And I, I, that helps me in my recovery too, is finding new things. And, uh, and I also spend a lot of time with other people, um, that work hard in their program that, that go to a lot of meetings, uh, that are dedicated, that will send a text and, and drop a line. Uh, because after like 20 years of active addiction, like you don't have a lot of friends when you come out. Cause I had to say goodbye to a lot of people. Um, so I spend a lot of time developing new relationships and I, I spent a lot of time on, on trading floors for years, like 16 years. And now I invest in people, uh, and I invest in relationships. So, um, that's something that I, that I put towards and I, 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 yeah, I get out there. I get awkward. <laughs> new way to live, man. Gave me the chills. Uh -huh. Alyssa, same question. We should all go eat Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> Hungry. Let's go. For me, I didn't really like, I like writing stuff down. Like if I'm going to do groceries, like I'll write it on a paper and not put it in my cell phone or whatever. But I didn't, couldn't get into journaling on in that way. So now I'm doing like the voice journaling, like voice recording and it's a uh, it's funny it's good but it's funny to listen to them after but um yeah so definitely didn't I hope I didn't do that when I was in active addiction I mean I don't know what I would have said I don't really want to know um that my mom my mom is uh my best friend and I call her for anything but what I used to do in addiction was call her at any given time of the day maybe 5 30 in the morning 4 3 you never know um over and over again like ridiculous and then now I still call her but at these reasonable times and message her first and say mom are you available right now so I've learned that but I definitely didn't uh I still did that before but it has uh, been modified severely so and my workouts that was lost during my active addiction as well. But I, prior to that, I, uh, I did go to the gym all the time. And then it just, I didn't care about it anymore. You know how like everything important to you just disappears. So, but it is, it's been a part of my life again since Newgate and I don't ever want to not go again. I don't want to lose it again. So. I agree with you, Christopher. It helps with so much, like your mood. Like, 
everything, like the way you feel, your health. All right, great answers. Dave's up for his second question here. Yeah, I have two. I have two uh, questions I'm going to put together that are very unrelated, though, because uh, I think they can both be. I think they can both be pretty quick uh, if you if you like. It's the first one is: Are you surprised how big now that you're sober and and involved in the sober kind of community? How big it is, whether it's how many meetings are available, uh, whether it's in person, online, like on social media, how many, how big it is. Um, knowing nothing about it, I, I'm assuming beforehand. Uh, are you kind of are you su happily surprised to see that there's a lot of support out there? And then my second question is: um, Has a has a nicer weather we've been having? made it tougher for cravings for, for you guys at all and how you guys been battling that? If so, Brando. Um, so the first one, yes, I am extremely surprised of not knowing anything about it. Um, I'll tell you, but like, so I guess it was last week or something like that. I was watching, I was going through TikTok um, and I saw this guy who's like a shitty golfer and um he commentates how bad he is like while well, he's playing his hole or whatever through his round and uh some guy comments on it and he said why don't you um every time you bogey you drink a beer he goes you'll be obliterated by the end of the round that's how bad you are and he replied to his comments saying actually it's funny that you say that he goes today marks 11 years of sobriety for me he goes one of 10 people suffer from uh addiction um and so it was kind of crazy how like something like that and something so random. Um, yeah, just kind of it opened my eyes. It was kind of cool to see that because being a person in recovery as well, um, that there like there is a solution and um, recovery is possible. Um, and the second question or second part to that question, um, I haven't found it that hard. I just can kind of keep them busy. Um, work's been busier with the nicer weather. But honestly, I just enjoy golfing, going out and enjoying like a round of golf um, kind of gets my mind off of things and just focusing on what, what I'm kind of doing. So, yeah, I haven't had much struggles. Thank like I'm very grateful for that. But um, yeah, the weather has been just, I don't know, giving me more opportunities to do more things that I wouldn't have done during a, like kind of my active use. Yeah. Cool. Christopher? Great question, Dave. Um, I, uh, as you know, I get a little angry sometimes. So early on, then I went into the rooms and I was like, they started talking <laughs> about how many people are addicted. And I went to like a, a community out in Perth and I was like, okay, well, there's 8,000 people in Perth, 10%. So there's 800 people. I was like, there's 10 people in this meeting. Like the fucking numbers don't add up. The fucking numbers don't add up. And I was really, I was really pissed off about it at first. And I was like, look, we're not doing enough. And then everyone's like, whoa, whoa, one day at a time, one day at a time. And I was like, fuck one day at a time. Let's get on it. Like, let's get out there and start doing it. And right. And, and which is the wrong thing to do, by the way, anyone that's listening, don't do this. But uh, I was, I was upset because I was like, punch in, you know, addiction, rehab, recovery, any of these key words. And you can't find anything. So I was luckily enough, luckily enough I, I, um, uh, I sit in the area uh, as a GSR now, and I brought up the term of like SEO. So that when people are punching these things into the internet and they're looking for help, 
that that these rooms start to come up right and that whether or not it's a ca room an na room an aa room just help in general starts to come up um and so i was a really big advocate for that because at first you know did i did i know that the community was that big like no i had no idea that there were that many people that suffered from it but then when i started doing the numbers i was like we gotta we gotta step up like <laughs> we gotta bring it to the next level we gotta we gotta reach more people um and so that's where a lot of my, my focus is on now but i i had no idea but it's a little bit like you know when you buy that new car you know you buy a new you know buy a new dodge truck and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit look at any dodge trucks around the street yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know if it's, if it's that type of mentality um as well and the second part of your question dave um yeah, fuck yeah it, the summer's hard man <laughs> summer's hard like going by bonfires and patios and all that type of stuff it's it's hard like like i was saying like canada today just went by and and last year i was the life of the party and this year i wasn't invited to the party so summers are summers are different right and it's it's living life on life's terms and it's it's tricky for me like some people are very blessed and they don't have the triggers and the cravings uh that i do because like like the like this I think I saw something that's like silver is cool. Say this like rents due every day, uh, and that's true with my sobriety. Like rent is really due every day. Like I wish that I didn't have to go through the things that I did. But then again, I'm also grateful for that because it it helps me work hard. Like one of the first things when I got out, they said, you know, I'm not responsible for my disease. I am responsible in recovery. And I was like, okay, I'll put that ball cap on. Like let's do this. Uh, let's get to work. But uh, yeah. So short answer, Dave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> stuff Alyssa yeah so I definitely am surprised too I think I did say in my um my first episode that I did with like my story um how it was scary for me to agree to go for help because of the stigma behind it and people the way people would look at you and all that um so I mean I guess I didn't really hear much about it like we all had well not maybe all of us but a lot of people have this idea of um going to treatment going to rehab is like like your failure like all this uh, negative stuff but it's like we don't no one gave us the knowledge of how it actually is so i think that's why we don't really know a lot of what's out there because no one's like advertising it or like talking about it and people keep it hush hush because they're either embarrassed or it's just like found upon and I think that's not good it's horrible I think that people should like what we're doing I think it's great like more people should do this kind of stuff and yeah but I'm happy I'm surprised and happy so um also same as you Christopher now I like I want to talk about it to anyone who wants to hear at first I'm like mom I'm like don't show anyone my story but now I'm like fucking post it on a newspaper I don't care (laughs) everyone knows already I thought nobody knew but in my head but it's like no um what was the second part of the question sorry just like with the nicer weather has it been oh, more yeah. challenging um i mean i don't feel like the weather but it's like same thing it's like events and stuff like i don't get invited anymore but it's whatever like my family is amazing like i'm so close with them that we'll just do stuff together so that's good and i don't feel like yeah no i don't feel like it made me want to more but I guess if I were to go to one of those events, that might be harder because um, right. it's like something I used to do while I was there. But yeah, I could see it being hard for a lot of people for sure. All right, Jerry, yeah. your second question, buddy. 
we needed to prepare more than one question. <laughs> no, I just kidding. Um, <laughs> how, <laughs> I know with me, uh, when I was in active addiction, time felt like it went by so fast. Mm. And now it feels like it's going by very slow, which is nice. Um, how do you guys feel about that? And is it hard for you guys to balance your recovery, family life, and other activities? And then I have one more question. I do love uh, motivational quotes. So I was wondering if you guys had a favorite quote you would like to share. All right. So for me, can you repeat that first question again? It's basically, does time feel slower? Oh, yeah, in, yeah right, right, right. In recovery? Um, time for me, um, I feel like it yeah it is a bit slower but i find i'm doing more to like i have more stuff i'm doing to fill those times so it's kind of goes hand in hand like i don't know like it i enjoy that the stuff i'm doing now so i'm glad i have that time so but i wouldn't say it's like a drastic like feeling of like i'm kind of thing and then for me balancing like um family recovery stuff like that um it does get difficult sometimes um but i just need to know like that my recovery has to come first um meetings are extremely important to me and sometimes i'll have to skip things that i would really like to do like hockey games like um and stuff like that but i need to remember like what got me to where i am today and what i did in earlier recovery that got me to where i am now and to remember to keep on doing those things because there's a reason why I'm doing so well today. So like I, could, I have to continue, like not, I can't just stop those things now that I'm doing well. I got to continue those things to stay well kind of thing. And one of my favorite quotes, um, I like the one, uh, difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. Nice, Brando. Deep. Oh. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, okay. T sorry, Jared. The first part was. Uh, uh, does time does time feel fast? Oh, okay, yeah. or... Time. Sorry, man. Um, does time <laughs> feel? <laughs> does time feel like it's going any slower? No. Time no. does not feel like it's going any slower. Like I'm, I'm, I'm balls to the walls. Uh, with everything <laughs> we with. That's that's where I struggle with, right? My, my big struggle is balance. Uh, and that's the stone that I picked out at Newgate uh, was that balance stone. Uh, I don't know if it was rigged if they put their, that there on purpose for me to, cool. <laughs> to grab that one, or if it was all balance stones and I had to reach in or what, but uh, it balance is tough for me to do. So a lot of times I just kind of shift um, because I can like my attic brain kicks into gear and goes like, okay, let's, wikipedia hole and go down the rabbit hole of everything so i have to make sure that i just got a, a lot a certain amount of time for everything and, and to make sure so one of the big tools that uh, my sponsor had me do was uh, get a journal and um so i journal but i also have a a planner and one where i actually physically write this stuff down not just in like a my outlook and stuff for work 
uh, but I write it down. And then that gives me a good visualization of what my week looks like. Uh, but it also gives me a good, good idea that I'm not too focused on my recovery because I think sometimes you can get addicted to recovery. Uh, it's like recover, 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 recovery. Like I got to do everything. I got to attend 16 meetings and you can, you can go nuts uh, with that. So the, the planner allows me to kind of see, okay, how much time am I spending uh, with my family? And so that's kind of allotted how much time am I doing at work? Cause I can get obsessed with work as well. How much time am I doing for service and how much time am I uh, spending on my recovery? So that helps me a lot stuff. But I, I think one thing that the regular person doesn't understand is how hard people and how hard, hard addicts work in general. Like we have to work so hard at our disease. It's ridiculous. Like it is, it's so hard. You have to put in so much work. Like people don't understand that we don't ever get to take the edge off ever because if we take the edge off, we die. Uh, and our brain is always going, you know what you should, you should do that. And that's messed up. So the, the average or the, the normies, as I call them, they don't understand, you know, how much work we put into that. Um, so balance is tough. Saying, I've got a new mantra that I like this week. It changes for me all the time. But what I do today defines my tomorrow. That's my mantra. Love it. Sorry if that question was a little offside. I just uh, couldn't really spit it out still nothing's offside to me but okay <laughs> <laughs> me now yeah 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 uh i do think it goes by slower for sure like i noticed it a lot when i was uh first like working and then coming home and just like and I'd eat and then I'd be like, oh, there's like all these hours left. I've done my laundry. Like, what do I do now? Like, normally I'd be like in bed or probably didn't go to work, you know, but um, and then it's also like trying to figure out how to allow yourself to relax and not feel like you have to constantly be doing something all the time. And that's hard. That was hard for me. And I'm, I'm still kind of like that, but I'm a lot better now. I'm actually like letting myself sleep past 5 a.m. if I can. But it's uh, it definitely took a while, um, and I'm happy that it, like it's going slower because you enjoy like the little moments that you wouldn't ever even notice before. So it's good. Um, okay, so I feel like as time goes, they told us this was gonna happen where like things will come up and it'll make us like kind of test us to see how we're gonna handle it and but we listen to that and we know and expect it, but you don't know how it's going to actually be because everyone's life is different. Scenario will be different and stuff. And like, um, I guess at first you're like, just you're home, you're happy. You're like, everything's not perfect, but it's like, you're going like Sam said, pink cloud. Right. And then after like things will happen, events like occasions, Easter, Christmas. Um, but like I found just yesterday, actually, I was supposed to do um, a video with two girls that I went to high school with who I found out were actually in rehab too. And then um, my aunt's like, okay, we can hang out now. And I was like, oh, great. So I like had, had to figure out how to like balance it. And then my aunt was disappointed because I like split up my time that I explained to her after. I'm like, I need to do these things to keep me like on track and like it's very important she's like okay and she got it but it's like it's hard because you're like always 
trying to like convince people and like remind them, but it makes sense. They're not in it. They didn't go through it, but yeah, it is hard. That's like another thing. We work so hard <laughs> and we should be proud. All right, guys, this is my last question. How has your addiction positively shaped you? Brandon, you're up. Well, that's a tough question. Yeah. It's a good question, though. Come on, guys. Um, I, I don't know. Positively shaped me. Um, I find that I'm, like, especially during, like, work, I find that I'm re... I can't I can, I can never say the word. Retrain or, like, kind of understanding what I'm learning, like where my dad is teaching me on the farm. I'm actually, pardon? Like absorbing it? Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah, kind of like understanding and remembering what he's saying or or um, teaching me. Um, so that has definitely positively, like, has helped me grow as on the farm and workplace. I know, like, I'm a better friend, um, brother, son to, to my peers I guess um I'm I'm actually I can hold myself accountable when I say I'm going to do things um if I'm going to go somewhere or be somewhere I'm not going to make up an excuse or a reason why I can't come Uh, I'm going to be there um whatever whatever um that like we're doing I guess um whether I like it or not um I'll be there for them so yeah I guess it's probably changed me in a better way that I am willing to kind of be there for everyone. Like, I don't know, I guess, I don't know what I'm really trying to say, but um, before I would just make up excuses and kind of stay to myself, not want to leave my room. Um, and now um, I love doing things. I love, love living. So. Nice. That's a great answer. Christopher. Um, my addiction before recovery, it do you want to do before, before recovery and after recovery? Because before um, recovery, really, the only thing I can I can say that it no. not mean I could stay awake for four days in a row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, in this yeah, day, that. right? How has your recovery and addiction positively shaped you? Right. Right. Yes. What, okay. what positives have come out of it? What positives? I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. The positive things that. that I would say the number one thing is that I'm present. I'm always present. Like I'm present for conversations. I'm present. If you text me, I will text back. It doesn't take me three days to get back to people, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't hide from things. You know, like I can remember my phone going off and and just being terrified. Like my phone going to like, ah! like it just, I just don't want to touch it, right? Because you know it's it's four o'clock in the morning. And you're not supposed to be where you are. Um, so I mean, the present is—it's it, great. I'm, I'm present for all that time with my kids to do all the special things. I'm present when I'm with people. Um, I find that I, I actually—I leave my phone places now. Like if I'm going into someone's house, I'll leave my phone in the truck um, so that I can—I can stay in the conversation um, and and add to it. So a lot of people think that, that there's a lot, lot of negative connotations that are associated with addiction, but when you're actively working against it, um, it's, it's a great thing. And there's a lot of positive things that you learn about yourself. Um, and you learn to set limitations where other people don't know what that's like, right? Other people don't know 
Uh, other people have no idea the same, like one is too many, a thousand is ever enough. It just doesn't resonate with them. So yeah, I would say number one thing, present, always present. I, uh, I kind of like agree with that too. It's, uh, I had, I had my best friend, my cousins, my parents always saying like, well, now they've said to me, they're like, it's nice that you're like here, but you're actually here. And like, I'm not looking at you, but you're like in another world or like your eyes are like, not like Dave was saying too, with the eyes, my mom was always like, your eyes are just like, not in this room. Like they're somewhere else. I don't know what you're thinking about. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, like, I don't know what I said, but she's, they've all said that to me. I am very, very glad that I was able to do this before finding out that both of my first cousins are pregnant and they're very close to me. Yeah. And like, it's amazing. Like if this would have not happened and they told me they're pregnant and I would not have been a good person in their life. And I'm like over the moon excited. And it's like even more motivation to just like keep on track, you know? So yeah, be present in their lives and be the best aunt I can ever be. <laughs> and that's what they're going to call me, but not real aunt, you know? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that and just learning like things about myself that I didn't even know before, like just that I, I didn't let myself have the chance to find those things out. I just like, oh, I'm a teenager. I'm going to just, you know, drink my face off. And now I'm like, oh, I'm this person that I could have been a long time ago, but now even better. I don't regret it. It's the way it's supposed to happen, right? But it's nice to see. I'm happy about that. Nice. Awesome. Fellas, any more questions for our guests today? I got one more. This is a little spin move. What <laughs> do you miss the most about being in active addiction? What do I miss the most about being in active addiction? Um, I don't really miss anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> Wait, oh boy. Um, maybe I had a wicked farming simulator on the Xbox that played that shit 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe my fucking game, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I don't miss anything in addiction. I, I lost too much during addiction that I don't want to go back to her there again. So that's my answer. Good answer. John a fucking donut. I don't know. <laughs> There's so much terrible shit, man. I know what I miss most. I miss the fact that now that I'm sober, I know that I'm not going to have to go back to Newgate. <laughs> 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 Knowing that I'll never have to do detox again. I don't know. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jared, there was so much bad stuff. So much bad stuff. My book will be coming out someday soon. I do miss the fact that I could go more like with my grandparents or my dad and like have like a glass of wine with dinner. But I don't miss it. But like, I wish that that was a capable thing for me to do. But I know it's not. So I know like whatever. But it was, it's not like a miss. It's like, I wish I could do it, but I can't. And I've accepted it. So that's great. But I don't miss anything. <laughs> there were no positives. Absolutely. All right, Dave, you have any questions? Uh, my last question is, um, 
couple of nicknames were floating around, and I want to know what uh, what you like. Is it Donkey Kong or is it Dark Knight? <laughs> Brandon? It's got to be the OG Dark Knight. Okay, good answer. Like, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call the audible here. I'm going to go with fucking Scoots. Scoots. <laughs> Nickname for who? <laughs> All right, Mark, wrap it up. Yeah. I vote Drift King. What the? Oh, yeah, Drift King. I was in yeah, order. Drift King, DK, baby. Oh, Drift King, yeah. All right, guys, if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please reach out and ask for help. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, and uh, we're always here if you ever want to chat. So thank you guys again. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take it. Bye. Bye.